Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Kosovo. We're on episode 12 today. Just a quick reminder, you can find us on all major streaming platforms and make sure you give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter using our uh, podca- our handle, at Kosovo Podcast. That's at Kosovo Podcast. <laughs> yeah, I tripped over that. Yeah, Leave me alone. Just a little bit. <laughs> no, but you know, it's funny because we always mention this in the beginning of the episode and at the end of the episode. And the reason we do that is because obviously it just serves as a reminder um, for people to like follow us and all that stuff. Because rating and subscribing to the podcast wherever you listen is a is like a big deal and it does help us out a lot yeah so. it does and make sure you uh i know we have a good following on uh, we i get dms and text messages on usually on wednesday mornings whenever mm-hmm. tuesday's episode comes mm-hmm. out and uh by all means feel free to tell your friends your family if you think it's worth something they may like or send it to everybody they may not like us but you never know or they might yeah but anything helps so we appreciate it um but yeah so anyway let's recap uh quickly on last week's episode oh my god right <laughs> no i had i was Just surprised kidding. at how much positive uh messages text messages i received my brother in la mm-hmm. who he listens and he'll he'll chime in he'll tell me stuff every now and then but uh him and i did go into detail about you know toxic masculinity and mm-hmm. how it affected he and i growing up you know mm-hmm. in our household so him and i had a good conversation via text for yeah. a couple of hours about the episode because I would say he's like, I mean, at least from what you've mentioned, he's a little bit like machismo, right? Mm-hmm. He grew up with that, at least with that reality of, well, of he, toxic we, masculinity. We both, we both grew up viewing it, uh, being witnesses to it. Yeah, and so it makes sense. But yeah, people really liked it. Um, I really enjoyed speaking about it. Um, and if you haven't listened to that episode, uh, be sure to check it out because it was a really interesting conversation and just kind of like our obviously personal experiences dealing with that kind of toxic masculinity behavior um, and, you know, how we witnessed it uh, differently. Um, but yeah, so on this episode, we're touching on a movie that we watched earlier this month um, called Promising Young Women. And so, if you had the chance to watch the movie, awesome, uh, pre-listening to this episode, because we did talk about that uh, on the last episode. Um, so if you did have the chance to watch it, awesome, because you're going to be following along with what we're, the conversation that we're having. And it'd be interesting to see people, audiences, our audience reacting if they agree with what we're going to have to say or if they disagree and why. So right, again, right. we're always open for conversation. Yeah, yeah. And so the dialogue is definitely going to be there if you've watched it. Um, but if you haven't, um, this is going to be a great introduction to that movie because it was phenomenal. Wait, wait, um, phenomenal or phenomenal? Oh, I phenomenal. see what you did there. Marketing, I see, I see what you did there, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so it was phenomenal. Um, the movie itself was just... Uh, really well written. Um, it got ninety one percent certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Is that good? I don't know what the fuck that means, honestly. <laughs> um, like ever, but I know that if you have a rating that high, it's because critics liked it. I think. Okay. I don't give a fuck because good for, good for them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care because um, I did, and honestly, it was the message for me that just like sucked me into the movie um the character and everything that was happening was really really awesome um just kind of like seeing the 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 storyline like play itself out Mm -hmm. so anything you want to add before i continue like for me i like dark humor i get a Mm -hmm. kick out of it people think i'm sick but it's funny dark humor is funny to me i like dark humor too (laughs) some people it's like cringy for some people it's cringy and i'm not gonna lie like sometimes when i like watch movies that are like considered to be dark humor um like i cringe a little bit but 
I just, I don't know. I can't help it. Yeah. Like, it's just, I feel like we as people just kind of It just depends on what drawn. you're into, I guess. Yeah, it does. And but, um, like, aside from dark humor, I like uh, movies that, that promote female empowerment. I mm-hmm, mean, mm-hmm. I think... The, and this movie was definitely Definitely, that. definitely one of those. I think the first time I ever saw or I noticed female empowerment movie was in the movie uh, Scream. This, uh, you know, like scream, scream through your. Oh party. yeah, yeah, yeah! Scream, scream, where, scream! Where, uh, like the with main, the mask. Yeah, with the main girl. With the main girl starts fighting back. Yeah, that's that was pretty cool. But anyways, yeah. So that <laughs> <laughs> I get side. I like. I love movies. I get sidetracked. That's bit. when you realize, wow, women empowerment is so sexy. Yeah, exactly. And then, <laughs> then you got Wonder Woman. You got like. All oh these my other, gosh! Yes. Yeah. But anyway, back, back, back to back to promising. Yeah, <laughs> let's not get started on Wonder Woman too, because I was not a fan of the second one. Episode thirteen. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. So the movie, let me just tell you a little bit about the movie. I'm not going to spoil anything about it, but uh, the movie stars uh, Carrie Mulligan, who has been featured in The Great Gatsby and also Drive, the movie Drive. Um, She's co-starring with other big names like Laverne Cox, who's um, on Orange is the New Black, and then um, Connie Britton, who's who's on American Horror Story, and then her... Um, love interest is a comedian is played by a comedian who's named Bo Burnham. I don't know who any of those people are at all. I, I'm surprised you don't, because honestly, they are really big names. They like have you know TV shows and movies, and no, they're in all nice. that stuff. But um, yeah, um, it was in. Oh, you you'll know this name. It was produced by Margot Robbie. Oh, she's fucking hot. Yeah. So Margot Robbie is the producer of the movie, and um, yeah. So I mean, let me give you a quick plot line for this movie without really spoiling it for you um so i found this article which is basically reviewing the movie for you um and it's from rogerebert.com and it's written by um this writer brian tallarico um it's french uh, i don't know yeah it must be um (laughs) but it's super quick but this program this uh, paragraph paints a perfect picture for you about what the movie is really about right so it just kind of like paints that picture so it says A woman at a bar appears incredibly intoxicated, falling over in her seat and barely able to keep her head up when she's noticed by three average guys. Wait, wait, wait. this sounds like your typical Saturday night. Okay, fuck you. Um, (laughs) um, I'm not average, you are. Okay, um, one of them played by Adam Brody. um, So let me see. Oh, yeah. Saunters over (laughs) to her with... He tells himself the best of intentions. She's in trouble. She's he's a nice guy, and if he doesn't get her home safely, a bad guy may do something horrible to her. Something he would never do, of course. So he introduces himself to Cassie, who's the protagonist in this, or will the main character? Yeah, the main character, and again, that's played by Carrie Mulligan, um, who's clearly way too intoxicated to know what's going on, and of course, as he helps her get home. He suggests maybe that they go to his apartment first. Despite her being barely conscious, he starts to kiss her and then moves to the bed. And that's when he realizes that not only is she not drunk, again, not drunk, but he's not really a nice guy. Ooh, plot twist. Yes. So it continues to say, Cassie, the heroine of this story, has an interesting hobby. Cassie dropping out of med school years ago after an un, un um oops, undefined okay I, was, I lost that word for a second ago uh, uh, after an undefined trauma involving her best friend Nina works at a coffee shop now she in, she entraps men entraps men at night into revealing that their own perception of their moral code is a form of denial 
Um, so Fennel, who is the uh, director and writer, reveals what happened to Nina slowly in Promising Young Woman. So she does reveal it slowly in the movie, but it's clear that she was um, a victim of not just one privileged man, but a system that proceeded to uh, that sorry that protected the criminal over the accuser. So Cassie is trying to dismantle that system one shitty guy at a time. Which is interesting because <clears throat> this is like an actual this is something that happens in actual universities and colleges across the you know across the US for the most part as far as I know. Um possibly around the world. But yeah here in the US it's been a problem for years. I mean mm-hmm. movies have talked about it. Uh we you and I probably maybe know somebody that's gone through it. And, something similar, and, yeah, yeah, something similar, and the school system protects the the guy for whatever reason. Either he's academically inclined, or his family uh, gives the the school tons of money. You just never right, know, like yeah. what their what their standing is with the schools, right? And and so it it is a really. I mean, I hope that uh, you know this painted a clear picture for you about what the movie is about. And so, um, you know, yeah, it goes into what you're saying. You know, uh, the reason we wanted to discuss this movie is because this is still a clear and common issue in our culture. And I know it kind of ties into what we spoke about in last week's episode, which was about toxic masculinity um, and how that plays a role in in this as well. Um, So yeah, I just, I felt compelled to speak about this topic, you know, because there is trauma there. There's loss of power. There's privilege that we as men have for being men over women. And um, I hope it's coming off that way. I wanted to, but um, but these are all realities that many women still have to face and deal with constantly. And the movie really touches on that. So, um, anything you want to add? No, I agree. I just want to touch uh, on what you just said right now. That what was that? What you said uh, about men have the? Um... I, I guess men have like the privilege over being women, or I guess men have a privilege that women don't have just for being men. Exactly. Uh, and I'm sure we've all seen it in at work. I know I have because yeah. some of the work I do is contract manual labor. So mm-hmm. they specifically request for men to apply or if they only want men to uh, do the do the work yeah. because maybe you have to lift uh, boxes or whatever, certain weight or stand mm-hmm. for long periods of time, mm-hmm. which somebody from the outside not in the industry that i work in mm-hmm. looking in they're like they can't do that they're they're that's right that's uh sexism just because mm-hmm. i'm a woman i should be able to apply i i get that mm-hmm. but at the same time as a woman hey m- m- maybe most women can lift heavy objects but the company doesn't want to risk the fact that a woman's going to get injured lifting a heavy mm-hmm. box or whatever well- I don't, and I don't think it's about that necessarily. I don't think it's like, oh, they're being sexist. I think, I mean, it just depends on the situation. Mm-hmm. But um, in reality, men are stronger than women yeah, physically. I mean, physically, yeah. I mean, that's physically. I'm not talking about mentally because mentally is a whole other picture that you know we got to talk about. But um, I'm just talking about from a physical aspect. Yes, men are more tend to be more physically capable of doing. Um, lifting and all that stuff uh, much more than women are so i don't think it's coming from a sexist place mm-hmm. right but i'm you saying know? like somebody looking from the outside looking in yeah and, and that way. yeah and maybe it is i don't know maybe you guys who are listening can educate us on that but that's just my personal uh, perspective on that specific situation but um i think overall yeah the movie um really just 
uh, touches on on really an, an important and traumatic uh, situation, very specific to this to this girl and her best friend. Um, but you know, she goes through a, a series of uh, different situations. And obviously, she's not okay mentally um, and emotionally. She went through a very traumatic experience. And so it really, really did a number on her as far as like her life, right? Mm-hmm. But in the movie, um, you know, she meets this guy. And so she's, you know, trying to get her life together. And I don't want to spoil it, but uh, things happen. And so things that you're just like, oh shit, I didn't see that coming. Um, so. It really is just a really great reminder, right? Because in my opinion, um, she's doing something, obviously, that's in the front lines of what we're doing compared to what we're doing, right? Like, we're talking about it. But she physically puts herself in in, in that, you know. She puts herself in danger, I mean. Yeah. Uh, so obviously she she's out there trying to trying. It's kind of hard to describe without giving the, the movie mm-hmm, away. Mm-hmm. So she's out there trying to like do justice for a friend that something may, something happened to her friend, and Cassie, the main character herself, puts herself in danger just to get that. Um, I guess that the outcome that she's wanting the, mm-hmm. or that she thinks her friend yeah. deserves. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's true. And, and um, so yeah, definitely watch the movie. So we wanted to touch on that because the movie just inspired this conversation, um, but we don't want to give it away because you, you guys really should watch it. Um, but I think more like, so moving forward to, to the conversation, I mean, it's baffling to me personally. I don't know how you feel about this, but it's baffling to me how men who consider themselves good guys aren't doing enough. And, it just it it bothers me because I see it, you know, I personally have experienced it. And so that's part of the conversation that I want to have with mm-hmm. you. You know, I don't like what do you think about that? No, yeah, let's go for it. Um, so and so what I mean by that is okay, so I have a story for you. So I have a friend who I went out with one night, and this is just to paint a picture of what I'm talking about, because it doesn't have to be that specific situation mm-hmm. that the character cassie was in right so it it can play out in different ways but um and you were actually there this night too rudy um i don't know if you remember this but for the sake of privacy i'm going to change the names of my of this story of the people involved Mm -hmm. in the story so my friend april okay, okay um was out one night with her then boyfriend um tyler Okay. So April was out with Tyler, and Tyler's best friend and his girlfriend. Oh, were, I, think, I know. I think I know who you're talking about. Yes, yeah. we're out with them, right? So they invite us out. Um, we agree to go. Um, when we get there, we're all having a really good time, and I remember it was towards like I think I want to say it was like midnight. It they it was, called it. It was early. Yeah, for it, us, was it was pretty early. early um early in going out terms because you know the clubs closes that too here in texas um but anyway so we're out and i remember this specific night because of everything that follows so in a nutshell um everyone's having a good time but then my um my friend april mm-hmm. gets in a little drunk okay so she's drunk and at this point wait she drunk she, or is she like she's drunk you're oh, right, is, you're okay. right. <laughs> correction i'm sorry guys she's drunk so she's drunk at this point and we're having a good time and she specifically doesn't want to leave so her boyfriend tyler i guess i don't know who it was that started the whole wanting to leave situation but tyler and his best friend and his girlfriend wanted to leave my friend 
April didn't want to leave. She wanted to, to hang out and kick it and stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. At this point, though, I didn't realize what was going on. Um, you and I were kind of like doing our own thing, like taking shots and just like, but we were near the group, but, you know, we were kind of like in our own world. <laughs> you know how we are when we go out. <laughs> so um, get you a friend that can be in, in your world with you. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, so we're out and um, and I realized that there's a little bit of commotion going off on the side. Did you realize what was happening? By the uh, way, at I this didn't. Point? Not until I think I until you left the world that we were in to <laughs> yeah. go partake in what was going on over there in our utopia. Yeah, and I'm over there like <laughs> dancing in a circle. I was like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> um, so anyway, okay, so we both didn't really know what was going on, but I do remember at some point I was ear distance away from what the commotion uh, that was occurring before us was happening. Um, so. I see Tyler's uh, best friend's girlfriend. Karen. Let's just call her Karen. <laughs> so, you know, that's how appropriate. So Tyler and Karen were having a full-blown conversation, and Tyler's like, she's drunk and blah, 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 and she doesn't want to leave. And so then I see Karen go to my friend April. And I see her kind of like talking and, and you could see that she was catching an attitude, you know, how like gestures yeah. and facial expressions. And so I'm like, what's going on? And obviously April's my friend. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I have my but bitches Karen back. But Karen doesn't know this. Like she doesn't know I, I don't how good she doesn't know how good of a friend we, we she I mean, I just met that yeah. girl that night. So I have never met Karen before that night. So anyway, I see everything happening and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? But I do know that it involves them wanting to leave. So Tyler um, and Karen end up meeting back up and they're like talking. And then I hear Karen tell Tyler, just leave her. Holy shit. Just leave her. Meanwhile, here. April's drunk. Like Meanwhile, my friend April's drunk. Mm -hmm. you know and dancing her little heart away in her own utopia <laughs> um because queens. she doesn't know any better <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so uh poor thing's just drunk i mean you know what happens so i hear this and i get pissed and you know how i am when i get mad oh yeah yeah i'm i got really pissed off and i when i'm mad i'm blunt and i'm just like what the fuck so that's literally what's going through my mind i was like what the fuck is wrong with these two right now I leave our own utopia. So the fucking never, they even, you know, oh, I was having fun. <laughs> Rihanna was playing. <laughs> yes. uh, uh, so I, you know, walk away from, from you and I go over to them. And did you follow me? Do you uh, I think so. You I did? think I did, okay. yeah. Um, I go over to them and I'm like, are you seriously thinking about leaving her? And so then Tyler is looking at me and he's like, well, she's this and that and blah, blah, blah. And she's being difficult. And and I'm like, her being difficult is her not wanting to leave. Right, you're saying yeah. that because she doesn't want to leave and she's having a good time that you're just going to leave her. And he continues with whatever excuses he came up with. Uh, but I remember I look at him and he literally um, was about to walk away. And so he walks away. He's about to walk away, but not no. Not until I grabbed his arm. I grab his arm and I turn him around like, uh, like, uh, yeah, I man manhandled him. Yeah, I did. Um, I fucking did that. Um, and I grab him by the arm and I turn him around and I look at him in the eyes. And I'm like, if you leave her here, I was like, you're a piece of shit boyfriend. And he looks at me and, and he thinks about it. And then he walks away. And so he walks away and I look at the uh, karen mm -hmm. 
And I'm like, and I'm like, you should be ashamed of yourself. And I was like, you should be ashamed of yourself because you're a woman and you should know better than to leave another woman, one that you actually know at that, mm-hmm. in a vulnerable situation. And I was like, at bare minimum, you should, you should have asked me if she could, if I could watch her, if she could stay with me. And, and you know, what's crazy about that is like, she didn't even know me. What if yeah, I was like, exactly. that's what creep. I was going to say. She didn't even know who we were. She's just like, leave this girl with two guys who I barely met right, right now. Who knows how, if they're good people or not. Exactly. Exactly. So it, it really infuriated me. And so, and then she's, she gets all pissed off at me and she gets in my face and I'm like, girl, get out of my face. First of all, I was like, I'm not in your face. I was like, I'm not in your space. I'm trying to have a conversation with you. And I want to make sure that you know that you're also a piece of shit because you're leaving another woman that you happen to know in a vulnerable situation. I was like, and how is she going to get home? I was like, how did you know she was going to get home? So anyway, we have like a mini argument. Like she like, I'm like, leave her here. I was like, don't worry. I'm going to make sure that she gets home. So they leave. And that is what I'm talking about. Situations like that, that, you know, first of all, as a, as a boyfriend, you, you should be better than that. Yeah. You should be better than that. At that point, if she's being quote unquote difficult, sit, just sit down, have a drink or two, wait yeah. it out. She eventually she's gonna get tired and, and want to go home. Yes, and here's my thing: is like, so yeah, either do that or hey, he knows that her and I are really good friends. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about it. Have a conversation with me and be like, hey, look, I'm drunk. I want to go home or whatever, or you know whatever the case was. Um, but. Because he sounded really coherent to me. Mm-hmm. So um, he could have been like, hey, I want to leave, blah, blah, blah. Can you watch her or make sure she gets home? I would have been like, yes, of course, absolutely. But he didn't even do that. And so that really pisses me off from a boyfriend perspective. From a man's perspective, I'm like, you should do better. You should do better as a man. And for her, as far as Karen goes, um, it pisses me off because she is a woman, right? She could have been that person, you know? Yeah. And so for her to just feel like it's okay to just leave her like that, I mean, to me, that's a shame. And that's part of the problem. It feeds into this cycle that we keep seeing, you know? And, and it's sad because we, we should do better. We should do better. No, no I agree. I mean, that, it was, I do remember that night. And... I remember that telling you even then as what I'm telling what I'm saying now it's uh-huh. like yeah I mean that was very fucked up on both their parts like one you're leaving your girlfriend to essentially you know you you're you're basically saying I don't care y- y'all handle it yeah and and you know what's sad is like you know that's part of the and what I'm saying is women can also cause some harm to women in this as well as you know as well and I say that that because of her friend that night and so, um, and this just occurred to me, another example, I don't know if you remember one night when we were, um, we went out at some point. I was there? You were there. And Fuck. it was me. You're always there. <laughs> um, get a life. Um, <laughs> um, it was me, you, and then my sister, and then I think one of your friends, uh, Nora oh, came yeah, out, yeah. and then my friend Valerie came out as well. Um, and so anyway, we went out one night and I think it was Texas OU weekend, right? Mm-hmm. So we go out one weekend and we're walking from point A to point B. And at some point in the midst of that, um, there's a girl that's walking the opposite direction that uh, we're remember, walking. Yeah, I remember okay. That. Do you remember? Yeah. So she, we're walking the opposite direction and this girl, 
um she falls drunk she was drunk she falls on her face is wearing like a tight little dress she falls on her face like her legs are like up and there's literally a balcony from this place or this bar yeah it's like and people see her they laugh not only laugh but then pull out their phones to like start recording her yeah you got to capture this on video i mean for whatever or it didn't happen yeah. yeah um but my sister immediately reacts and she goes over to that girl and she helps pick her up and she has like leaves and branches and shit on her hair <laughs> yeah. and you know my sister like getting her stuff up i mean like for me i am so proud of that moment mm-hmm. because for me that is what another woman should be doing for another woman in a situation like that mm-hmm. you know from one woman to another that is a kind of behavior that and you should you sc- should have the scary thing is that this girl she was by herself wandering. yeah that was scary and i i know she wasn't from dallas let alone texas because she was wearing oklahoma colors red and white or whatever yeah so she was visiting i mean like one where her where are her friends at right two i mean who lets you wander the streets drunk incoherent like that in a busy bar area Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so um yeah when my sister did that i was like that is in and i when having when we were having this conversation preparing for the show that is one of the things that came into my mind because i think that's that's a pure example of what you should be doing for another woman at least from one woman to another right Mm -hmm. like and even if you're a guy same thing because obviously we helped her get up and everything Mm -hmm. um as well but yeah it's really sad and it is still part of that you know uh, society and culture that we still see every single day and so we should do better and whether you're a guy or a guy friend or a girlfriend um we can do our part to keep our our women friends and family safe and um and you know safe from men who try to take advantage of women who find themselves in vulnerable situations like this you know what mm-hmm. i mean so anyway i have that, I have a similar story yeah but i was actually part of this story as far as like the whole act and everything okay uh so me and this girl years ago me and this girl we were kind of we were friends nothing platonic it was just friends mm-hmm. we, we would do lunch dinner whatever have mm-hmm. drinks nothing ever happened okay but there was a mutual attraction to each other okay and and how do you know that there was a mutual attraction like what? well i mean i'll be at work and she would okay. like text me or whatever say hey what time's lunch and i would tell her and she would just bring me lunch without me asking or she would just offer lunch and i would tell her no she don't no, no, bring it whatever um and she would she would claim me whenever we'd be out with friends and mm-hmm. She's like, oh, I'm with him, or no, I came with him. I'm leaving with him. You know, oh, I see. So like if somebody tried to hit on her. Yeah, or yeah. Okay. She would, she was very possessive, or I think if that's the right word, as far as like if well, she just girl, claimed you. Yeah, yeah. Like, if another girl know. tried to talk to me, she would kind of intervene. Like, no, no, no. He's already like, mine. yeah, mine. <laughs> my germs <laughs> spits on me. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, if you're into that, I mean, <laughs> oh, <laughs> there it is, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so, so I remember one night in particular, I was at home. And she's like, hey, do you want to come over for dinner? Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, yeah, sure. I'm just like, not doing anything. So I go over. We're cooking dinner and having drinks, shots, and, you know, have music playing in the kitchen and all okay. that. And, um, you know, she had a fridge full of jello shots from our previous party. Okay. So we just, after we ate, we we're just watching TV. Just we we're taking shots every time somebody says something or whatever on the movie. Okay. So I can, I can drink. I'm a drinker. I uh-huh. like alcohol. 
to an extent, <laughs> so I know when to stop. And okay. I could tell she was starting to get buzzed. So I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm gonna call it a night because I have to go to work tomorrow. So I'm gonna go ahead and head out. Mm-hmm. She says, no, no, stay here because you can't drive and this and that. I'm like, no, I, I'm literally, I know I can drive because I'm making the conscious decision to. I had already stopped drinking, getting my keys and. Making sure I'm okay to drive. So she, but she's literally going out of her way to, to yeah. get you to stay. She's like, no, no, you can stay. You can stay. Don't worry about it. I was like, no, I have to go home because I work. I worked in the same part of town I lived in, so it made sense for me just to get go now. Yeah, and be good for work the next day. Right. And she's adamant. No, stay. You can stay on the couch. All right, fine. I'll stay on the couch. My idea was I'm gonna stay on the couch and then once give it an hour or so, then I'll leave. Okay. So I'm on the couch and then not even five minutes later. Well, come come to my room. I was like, well, no, I'm here on the couch. I'm fine. Well, no, you should just come to my bed or whatever. I was like, no, I'm fine. I, I want to go home. I'm not, you know, drunk. I'm good. And then she tells me, I'm not going to take advantage of you if that's what you're worried about. Okay. And I'm like, no, that's not what I'm worried about. I just want to go home. I'm yeah. tired. I want to sleep in my own bed, get up early for work and, you know, be done. So she keeps adamant. No, just come to my room, blah, blah, blah. This and that. All right, fine. So I at this time, it's like, three four in the morning i have to be mm-hmm. at work at eight yeah i was like okay fine because i need a i need her to go to sleep so i can leave so you can leave yeah so obviously i go to her room and you know stuff starts happening and we end up hooking up okay and so the next morning uh she's like hey well uh, let me make you breakfast and we can like hang out i was like no i i have to go to work i told you this yesterday that this is why i wanted to leave last night i am now late for work so i gotta go yeah so she's okay so she she gets dressed and uh she walks me out I was like, all right, well, thanks, uh, had fun, you know, good time, whatever. And she's like, yeah, well, can't believe you took advantage of me. Wow. I was like, wait, hold on. And she was what? being full-blown serious she, yeah, about it, already, like not even a smile? Or she was serious. It was the smirk. next morning. It was the next morning already. We're, we're both sober. I mean, we were, I was sober. I was buzzed, but I mean, uh-huh. she was also, yeah. obviously she remembers everything that happened the night before for her to say that. Right. And I was like, well, no, I told you I wanted to leave. You kept persisting uh that i stay and you even like you kept telling me to go to your room mm-hmm. and i have to go to work i had to go to work and everything and to me i was like you know what's like we'll talk about this later because you obviously had to leave yeah, yeah i have to go and there's something obviously bothering you and then i think yeah we did talk about it she's like well you knew i was drunk and blah 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 i was like you weren't drunk because well, you, i mean you, i'm sure she was like she was buzzed you know, possibly drunk but like not blacked out drunk yeah because she whatever. knew every, obviously she knew everything that happened and yeah. for her the night before to be to start telling me you can't drive you have to stay here yeah. i mean if it, you're sh- drunk, it seemed like she was coherent she was like, coherent enough to make a decision yeah. for me to stay mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. and um honestly like that friendship obviously ended because i'm like i'm not i felt like i was made out to be a predator in that yeah. sense yeah. When in actuality she invited me over, she gave me all these shots. She gave me. All, I mean, I'm not. I'm not pointing fingers. Right. But that's the way. But I, you thought it was a mutual it, and situation. Yeah, that's what I, I mean was, because we had already been hanging out, talking, and we had already been like we, nothing had ever happened. Like right. we never like kissed or nothing like that mm-hmm. until that night. Yeah. So for me, I was like, whoa! It was like we've been hanging out almost every single day, mm-hmm. talking on the phone, texting, and you know, you know all my friends, I know your friends, and now I'm taking advantage of you. Yeah. So for me, I was like, that opened my eyes. Like, okay, well, this is not a healthy friendship, obviously. So how did that, I guess, like, I mean, I've never been in that situation, thank, thankfully, but I can't imagine. Oh, it's being, a horrible feeling. Like, yeah, how did that Yeah, no, it's horrible to, to, for one of your friends to tell you you've taken advantage of them. Yeah. That was not a good feeling. I was like, dude, it's like, 
Because I'm, I'm, not, I'm not that type of person. I know you're to not that take, person. Take advantage of uh, to jump on a situation like that. Yeah. That's I. That's not me. I don't do that. Yeah. Um. And and I know you well enough to confidently say that you would never, ever do anything like that. Um, maliciously. You know what I mean? Right. It was just in a situation with the right, I guess, circumstances where you guys both ended up hooking up and you know whatever but yeah for her to go as far as to say that it's it's scary because mm-hmm. what if she would have gone a step further exactly, you know what yeah. i mean and like tried to make this a whole ordeal as far as like you know getting the police involved or something like that mm-hmm. you know god forbid that would have happened i mean it didn't but like that's awful you know especially because you were so persistent to like say and you kept was, saying no you was not trying to leave <laughs> yeah well i mean okay so great story um and i I think it serves as a really great example um but yeah i mean i know that when i go out um with homegirls of mine i always find myself like have hovering over my girlfriends you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) like i never leave them alone like if there's one of my friends that has to go to the restroom and another friend you go is there no no no, i don't go with them (laughs) i'm like um you know Rachel, go with April, you know, <laughs> and go. <laughs> we have a buddy system, you know, like, but yeah, I never ever let, and, and even if I do go with my girlfriend, like, I always obviously go take them wherever they need to go. And then I, you know, to the bathroom or to the, up to the bar, and I'll wait either if it's outside of the bathroom or wait with them at the bar. Like, but I never leave them alone just because I feel like, I don't know, like, I'm not a cock blocker by any means, but like, if my friend's too drunk, drunk and my friend is too <laughs> drunk i'm gonna be there to just kind of make sure that they're as, okay as any good friend would i mean uh-huh. i would hope and so and and so this brings up like a story and um it, this is another example of of what i'm talking about right and what i feel like we as men um we as friends um you know have an obligation to to do and this whether you're a man or female it doesn't matter but obviously uh, females tend to be in situations like this a little bit more right. because men can take advantage of it. So one night, um, this is another friend of mine, by the way, Wait, not was, April. Was I there? Not April. I wasn't there. This one. Uh, I actually don't think you were here for this okay. one. Okay. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> first time. But my homegirl was trying to get it in. Okay, at this bar that we went to, she was trying to get it in with this guy. She had been talking to him from the get go. Like we get there, she meets. She meets him pre-drunk. And <laughs> pre-drunk. Pre-drunk, yes. And um, the guy, you know, he's cute, you know, and I'm like, okay, bitch, you know, do you. And um, and so they're talking and they're having good conversation. And he's there literally the entire night together. And mm-hmm. I do notice that he has a buddy who's with him. And he doesn't seem to be, like, with anyone. So it seemed to, like it was just them two. Yeah. So anyway... um. And here's the thing. I am all about her getting some zick. Okay? <laughs> I am all about her getting some zick. Like, I am not a cock blocker by any means. But, but. Here we go. If I know that my friend is too drunk to make a decision that she won't regret in the morning, mm-hmm. I'm going to try and make sure that at minimum, it is an ideal and safe situation. Okay, and so what I mean by that is because... You're out there handing out condoms, you're, you're <laughs> yeah. turning porn on. <laughs> so, um, 
that towards the end of the night, the night's done and, you know, and they want to obviously, you know, hook up and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, get you some zick. And um, so I'm telling this guy, he, I'm like, hey, come here. Hey, come here. Hey, come here. Hey, come here. And um, it's fucking nice in here. Right? <laughs> fucking nice in here, right? Um, so I get him to come over and I'm like having a conversation with this guy. And I'm like, look, my friend clearly wants to, you know, get her some zick with you. Your zick specifically. <laughs> and and I'm like, and but she's too drunk. And here's and I and by no means am I cock blocker, but I also she came with me. So I am not gonna let her leave with two guys right. who I've never met. And I'm like, again, due to the fact that I'm not a cock blocker, you are more than welcome <laughs> to come to my apartment. You can have a whole party. I of have it. a cow <laughs> no. Oh no, okay. <laughs> um I'm like, I have a couch. Yeah, I can fuck on my couch. Exactly. I'm like, if y'all want to use my couch, you know. The nice couch? Martha Stewart couch? The couch that I slept on every now and then? Yes. You let be letting people fuck on that couch? <laughs> I mean, this one specific time, I literally encouraged it, I guess. <laughs> um, but it was for the right reasons. You know, like, I was just like, look, like, you know, if you want, I was like, you can come over back to my apartment and we can have drinks and stuff like that. Like, keep, you know, just kind of keep yeah. hanging out and stuff like that. And whatever happens, happens. But at, at bare minimum, it's going to be in a safe space for yeah. a so control, a controlled area yeah or... yeah a controlled environment so um anyway he and her were down to hang out but then the friend gets all butthurt i don't know what the fuck was up his ass um it was not me because <laughs> he and i actually ended up getting into an argument um because he said that i was cock blocking and that um I was trying to make his friend look like this and that, and like they would never do that, and they would never. I'm like, Granted, you, I don't care. You may not do was, that, but you, yeah. you don't. You don't know them that well. To... That, and that's exactly what I told that fool. I was like, look, fool. I was like, I don't know you. I was like, I'm not accusing you of anything. I'm just telling you I don't know you, and therefore she's not gonna go home with you guys. And I was like, end of discussion. I'm like, this isn't a conversation we're having. And first of all, I was like, I'm not even fucking talking to you. So turn around and walk away because this isn't even a conversation get, that get you, you some, in. get you some business <laughs> yeah i'm like get your own side whatever like side piece or whatever the hell you're trying to do i was like because i'm not even talking to you so somehow we ended up getting into like a full-blown argument you and the friend huh me you and, and yeah me friend? and um that guy that guy that my friend was talking to his friend so we get into like a full-blown argument, blah, blah, blah. You're already like, tired. <laughs> it's just like, it was stupid. So anyway, that was that. So you, you, y'all got into an argument, a fight or uh, what, what was going on? I'm assuming it was outside because the bars were It was were outside. Closing. The bars were closed and stuff. So we're like arguing and like there's somehow there's like a circle because we're in each other's faces mm -hmm. at this point. And there's like a circle that forms around us. And I'm like, I'm like, hit me. You know, like, cause I'm like ready. I'm like ready. Like I want him to swing, but yeah. you know, I'm like that bitch. I'm like, I ain't gonna swing first, but I'm gonna finish it. You know, I'm gonna finish it. So, um, I was ready and like a circle forms around us and they're like, you know, telling us to fight cause you know, people are toxic. Um, and meanwhile, I'm the one fighting. Right. <laughs> Who y'all toxic? Who y'all toxic? I've been watching Cobra, I've been, I've been watching Cobra Kai one too many times. Yeah. And so, um, and so then all of a sudden I feel like somebody picked me up 
It was my husband, Luis. <laughs> You're like, oh, you he, lucky my husband here. I'm like, oh, you lucky my my six foot two husband is here picking me picking me up with my feet swinging on the floor. Your feet are all dangling. Yeah, they're all dangling in midair and shit. So anyway, what, that's what, ha- what happened. What happened to the main guy that was trying to talk to your friend? Well, they didn't end up going home together because the main guy was all embarrassed. So he like walked away, and then him and her decided to just exchange numbers, mm-hmm. and then they like walked away. Oh, he's like, ain't no vagina worth getting beat up for. Yup, ain't no vag <laughs> worth this shit. Um. So yeah. So, so you're right here getting in fights with for your friend's safety, which you know, know. that's that's good. I mean, you, yeah. that's what a friend. That's what a real friend is. I don't regret any of those situations. Look at you changing lives out there. I'm just saying. I mean, I think it's so important that I mean, and see, and what I really don't have any regrets because I have been there for my friends in situations like that. You know, I and I will continue being there for my friends because clearly my friend April's boyfriend wasn't. Mm-hmm. Clearly, Karen wasn't. She didn't care, you know. And had I not been there that night with my friend, like, yeah, maybe she would have gone home with this guy, no harm, no foul. But how do I know, right? Right. I don't want my conscience to be dealing with that, you know. You and did, so you did your part. Yeah, and and I think it's so important. And at bare minimum, having conversations like these serve as such a good reminder. And that's the whole point, right? That's the whole point. Um. You know, and it was it, it touches back on the episode that we had last week, which was discussing toxic masculinity, because people forget how important these conversations are to have. And so I don't know. I mean, it, I guess my biggest cousin will take away from this whole thing is, you know, not taking care of myself enough in situations like that and possibly putting other people in the same situation that I put myself in. So, you know, like drunk hookups, I totally don't think are like horrible like i don't think they're horrible but i definitely definitely i I don't think they're the best time to make decisions like that because you never know you know what i mean like yes you're drunk but so is a person you may be hooking up with right so it just serves as a great reminder like i should have been more careful back in the day absolutely you remind me of uh jerry springer's final thought Take care of yourselves and each other. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, like, or like Ellen DeGeneres, she has her little um, slogan that she says. She says, be kind to one another. Oh, no, no, mine, mine's better. No, I love Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think my... But you know, so do you agree with my Kosovo takeaway, I think, I guess? Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I think for what I took from this, my Kosovo uh, takeaway... You know, don't hook up with anybody while you're drunk. <laughs> I mean, no, it, it I mean, was, yours could have been really bad. It, it could have been really bad. Yeah. It was a lesson learned. Um, that was the f- last time I ever hooked up with anybody drunk like that. Uh-huh. I, yeah, it's, I, it's not worth. It's not worth it. Getting, uh, you know, that title on you, mm-hmm. like, or somebody putting that, somebody saying, making you feel like you're a better. But I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, uh, you just got to be more, more careful where yeah. you, where you put your things. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no. And, and so, you know, to anyone who's listening to the to this, you know, please just be that person, be that friend who's going to be there for your homegirls or homeboys or whatever. I know it's looked at differently mm-hmm. with guys, you know, but, you know, still like well, he could end up getting someone pregnant. You know, I'm just saying, like, just be mindful, you know, and and do your part, whether you're a guy friend or a girlfriend, do your part. So. Anyways, yeah. This is an interesting topic. And again, uh, for those of you who have not seen the movie uh, 
Promising, promising, promising young woman. Uh, yeah, Do definitely. Better. <laughs> I got. I was still thinking about your final thought. I was like, damn. <laughs> I need to do better. But anyways, yeah, make sure you guys uh, check out the movie. Uh, it's really good. And um, see, uh, compare, see what you guys feel as far as the podcast yeah. goes, what you, what your thoughts are, what your feelings are. As if far you have as the same discuss. outlook, yeah. do you think she took it too far? That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so next week we're going to be answering uh, two questions or it's a two for one question, I guess. Um, and I'm really excited about it. You actually chose this. Mm-hmm. this yeah, it topic. was. Well, because like it jumped out because... Okay, let me let's just get right into it. <laughs> the, the topic, <laughs> uh, the topic basically asks the question: uh, Who are you really? And versus, you know, who's behind the mask that you show the world? So yeah. think think about that, like the, yeah. what you're portraying to other people. Right. Just food for thought for next week's episode. Yeah, and there's there's some psychological reasons for behavior, obviously, and we're gonna you know look into that information as well. So it's not just gonna be like full based. Uh, you know, personal stories, but also like, you know, psychological reasonings behind behind all this. So, yeah. So, yeah, uh, with that, thanks again for tuning in. Be sure to check out, um, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Coastal World Podcast. And make sure you listen to us on our major streaming platforms. Yes, and rate and subscribe to help us out, guys. Please, please, please. Um, use our hashtag Kosovo to keep up with what we're doing and catch a new episode next Tuesday. Thanks. See ya.